Yo, what's going on, 88 and the Bridge listeners? My name is Will Pellerin, and I'm joined here by Creed Finnefrock for today's episode of Questionable Sports. Uh, so we're really excited to bring to you football for the first segment. Uh, we're going to go over the games that happened last week. In this segment, we're going to go over the game that will happen next week in the next segment. And in the final segment, we're going to talk about, you know, hockey and soccer like we normally do. Um, let's get right into it. We had a pretty eventful week this week. Uh, a few injuries, but also a few bright spots for certain teams. Not great for the Seahawks, though. Uh, Creed, do you want to start us off with Thursday night? Yeah, so Thursday night, Dallas Cowboys against Chicago Bears. Um, this was a really, really um, important game for both teams um, as it kind of helped the Eagles catch up a little bit with the Cowboys and the kind of brought the Chicago Bears back into the playoff race. Um, the Chicago Bears won 31-24, a really good game. And the Cowboys did come back slightly at the end, but it was just, I mean, after this... You know, second once the second half started, the game was pretty much already over. So, yeah. What did you think about it, Will? Uh, well, really good to see Mitch Trubisky come to his own. Really good to see the Cowboys lose. And uh, not much else. <laughs> I think the Vikings should be a bit scared after seeing that. The Vikings... Um, now are what nine and three? Nine and four. Nine and four. So they're they have a decent chance to get caught by the Bears. Uh, they're gonna the Bears are gonna have to win their next two games, and the Vikings are gonna have to lose against the Bears. So it's it's a it's gonna be tough for them. But there is a tiny there's a tiny light at the end of the tunnel there. Um, besides that, there were some pretty interesting uh, other games this weekend. Uh, you know, let's start out with the Packers Redskins. That was an all right game. Surprisingly, the Packers did not do well, or as well as they should have. They still won the game, so it's going to go down on the record as a win, but it was 2015. It's way closer than it should be, especially playing a team like the Redskins. What did what yeah, you think? Aaron Rodgers did not do well this game. He had a total of a 195 yards for one touchdown, 18 out of 28 on his completion percentage, and I mean, their rushing was pretty well and receiving, but overall, I just think that the Green Bay Packers did not play well and that the Redskins really shouldn't have been able to do that much to them. But the Redskins have actually hung pretty close to a couple of good teams this year, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, Colts played the Bucks, which was a pretty interesting game. Actually, a bit of a shootout, 38-35, really high scoring there. Buccaneers did manage to pull it out, and the Bucks are looking somewhat like a team. Uh, Jameis Winston still leads the league in interceptions, but um, he can he can play when it counts. Their defense didn't really show up too much, but it was an entertaining game, to say the least, and good to see both those quarterbacks yeah, and, do pretty well. And speaking of high-scoring games, I mean, wow, 49ers beat the Saints 48-46, to almost a 100-point game. Yeah. You know, that came down to the wire completely. Yeah, that was definitely the best game of the week, Probably of the season. Uh, you could argue the Seahawks-Niners game was about the same, too. That was a pretty intense, epic game. But Saints-Niners uh, Saints, or Niners barely managed to get it with a field goal in the last few seconds. Robbie Gold, good kicker. Um, and did you, see the, did you see the play where Kittle, at the very end, Kittle caught the ball, made it, turned it into like a 39-yard run, and he managed to truck through like three Saints while they were making a face-masking hole play on him. No, I did it was not see that. Pretty insane. Like he's a beast. And I know he hasn't really been performing in fantasy recently. I have him on my team. I feel I know what it's like. But 
don't know. I think that shows a lot of hope. So if you're in the playoffs and you're planning on maybe starting someone else over him, you might have to reconsider that. Uh, he put up a pretty decent performance yesterday. Yeah, and speaking of someone who played really, really well, Drew Brees, 29 for 40, 349 yards, and five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, really good game from him. Like usual, to be honest, Drew Brees is such a good quarterback. I kept him on my bench that week. Uh, I chose to play Matt Ryan, who didn't have a horrible game. They scored 40 points on the Carolina Panthers in a 40-20 route, but still, ah, oh, man, I'm, and I'm winning my game by so much, too, but, you know, it, you hate to see people going off for, like, 35 and 40 points sitting on your bench. Yeah. Even if even if you win the game, it's such a like it's such a painful sight. Honestly, that's the worst thing. Yeah, one week I hit over two thirteen, and I could have got like a two twenty if I had, you know, I had a forty five pointer on my bench. Yeah, well, his wide receivers basically had Will Fuller go for like forty five points. He Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen went for like thirty. Uh, Michael Thomas went for about thirty five. And Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper. I did you play? Yeah, you played Amari Cooper. He got like thirty six. Yep. It was just. And then crazy. I had Deshaun Watson. You had Deshaun. His his entire team, uh, it was crazy. That was honestly a phenomenon. It's the highest amount of points that's been scored all week. And on ESPN Fantasy Football, which is the league we play in, there's this cool little graph thing that shows you uh, your scores every week, so how you've been fluctuating. Like, if you're trending upwards, your team's getting better. If you're trending downwards, your team's getting worse over time. And uh, it's super funny. It looks like a huge mountain on his. And back-to-back, like, the weeks before and after that game, he didn't have amazing scores. I still like good scores. He had good scores, but not even, it's not even close to that. It's like an 80-point difference, so it looks really (laughs) funny. It's just a huge, like, spike. And no one else has that. No one, everyone's is closer to flat with a few bumps here and there. Yeah, and so another really close game, Miami Dolphins against New York Jets. New York Jets pulled it out 22-21. Yeah, and honestly, that game's kind of meaningless at this point. You know neither of them are going to make the playoffs. Uh, They're both kind of tanking for a draft pick, which, I mean, come on, they just can't win that game. To be perfectly honest, if they're trying to get a higher draft pick, probably not one you want to win against one of the teams that's potentially going to steal a good draft pick from you. And I know the points to win games, it's pretty hard to, like, drop so many. But, I mean, eh, they could have found a way to lose that one, I think. Yeah, but you know they won. It's I mean it's never a bad thing, but I don't know. I think it would be it'd be pretty hard to lose intentionally. But if you can like plant a little seed that makes you kind of not you know not a hundred percent because that draft pick will come in here like really valuable to them in the next. Yeah, we few aren't years. suggesting anything, but we are at the same time. Yeah, uh, Chiefs Patriots Chiefs win twenty three sixteen. Now honestly, the Patriots defense is the only thing that's keeping the Patriots alive. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and a little news break with the Patriots. Uh, They were caught spying on, you'll never guess who. Creed, do you know who they were spying on? The Bengals. The Bengals. The worst team in the league by a pretty decent margin. They were spying on the worst team in the league. So, if this doesn't tell you anything, I interpret it as, okay, I don't know why they do that because they have a pretty terrible offense. But if they're spying on the Bengals, they've probably gotten away with a lot of spying on a lot of other teams if they're that low to go for the Bengals. I mean, come on. Yeah, and everything that's happened while Tom Brady's on that team, Bill Belichick, you know, it's just kind of the whole time you've just kind of been wondering how are they so good and how, you know, how do they well, get away with so much? Well, Belichick's he's such a good coach, he but is. I think his legacy is definitely going to get tarnished a bit with all these, you know, Spygate, Deflategate. Um, now we now we're looking to have Spygate number two. It's not good. That really ruins your reputation. Yeah, and even if like it's him. not you doing it, you know, you still get 
hurt by it a well, ton because then it's your team that you're in charge of and they're getting away with doing stuff like I this. Think, I think Belichick's been pretty much in every single one. Yeah. Um, especially the first spy gate. It was pretty much all him, like, sneaking onto grounds. It's, he definitely is orchestrating them even if he's not a part of them. And it's, yes. it's the whole organization is to blame. That should never happen in the first place. It's kind of sad to see, honestly, because uh, my favorite part about football is just, you know, the fairness. Um you know, seeing good games where both teams stand a chance. Big I don't plays. like. I don't like the blow off blowouts. Yeah, I mean, um, some blowouts are very fun to watch. Depends. Uh, I think my favorite blowout to ever watch was Seahawks uh, Broncos Super Bowl Forty Nine. They beat them like forty three to eight. That was so fun to watch. I bet Broncos fans probably cried and turned off the TV. But for me, <laughs> for me, that was the best thing ever. I sat there eating M Ms and popcorn like the entire time. You know, actually, I did not watch that game. Really. Mm-hmm. You didn't watch the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure I did not. No matter how much homework or stuff I have, there's always time for the Super Bowl. There's always time for the yeah, Super Bowl. Honestly, that Super Bowl weekend, you kind of just forget that you have homework, and then you go yeah. to school the next day unprepared for like five tests, and you flunk them all. But and then and you're like, that's why I hey, but a I still got one GPA. What do you mean? Anyways. I have like a four point. All right, all right, we don't need to argue <laughs> okay. here. Uh, Titans Raiders 42-21 A bit of an upset there But the Titans uh, Tanhill's proving himself To my dismay I really like Mariota I think he deserves a shot But yeah Tanhill's a good quarterback too So I don't I can't blame him For playing well mm-hmm. And uh, very last game I'm sorry Will I just have to mention this Seahawks Rams Alright No we don't need to talk About that one Yeah big upset there Just as big as the Broncos Texans Where the Broncos Kind of destroyed the Texans And Texans ended up Scoring a few of their points later Which I mean come on The Broncos should not be Beating the Texans Once again It's kind of like the Seahawks Rams Rams should not be able To beat the Seahawks Uh, Sad to see But at the same time If the Texans do miss the playoffs It will be an advantage For the Seahawks Because you know More bad teams out or more bad teams in less good teams what am i saying less good teams (laughs) in it's just it's better it makes it easier uh you never know what if the texans went on to win the super bowl yeah um i love to see it anyways that's gonna be about it for this segment um stay tuned we're gonna go over like the upcoming nfl matchups kind of give us a little analysis on what we think about those then of course we're gonna do hockey and soccer in the final segment like normal stay tuned on 88.9 the bridge What's going on, idiot and the Bridge listeners? My name is Will Peller, and as always, I haven't changed my name yet. I'm considering Pegasus, though. That'd be a pretty cool name. What? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And <laughs> no, I'm joined. It rhymes, it's like close to your last Pegasus name. Pegasus Peller. You think I could rock that? Yeah, I think I could. Uh, <laughs> no. Anyways, I'm joined with Creed. I was just trying to, you know, mix up the intro a bit. I felt it was a bit plain, and you know, we can use a bit of bad comedy every once in a while. What's comedy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I have comedy. um, It's time to go over next week's matchups, which I've been pretty excited about. So what do you say we just hop into it? Yeah, speaking of comedy, Jets versus Ravens. Well, actually, Lamar Jackson at this point is day-to-day. They don't know if he'll play yet. Um, My friend Amadou, largely concerned about him playing in his fantasy lineup this week. Uh, (laughs) But it would be good to see the Jets lose, or the Ravens lose one. I think he's just such an instrumental part of their team. Even with that defense they have, it will be hard to win if if he doesn't play. And something tells me he won't play just because, you know, they don't want to get him more injured. They don't want to aggravate the injury. Um just weeks before the playoffs. That would be a horrible thing to do. Completely derail their season at this yeah, point. Yeah, and he is... I mean, the Ravens are in the playoffs anyway, yeah. so it's like they don't really have to do much. Yeah, in my opinion, you let him rest. Uh, you just give him the week off. You kind of 
uh, you be careful with him because if if he's done, your your year is basically done. Yeah, uh, he is so like big, such a big part of that team. Honestly, I don't think they could do much without him, even even with that defense and some yeah. of the offensive. It's kind of like they have. what the Vikings have been doing with Adam Thielen, how he's been out for five weeks. Yeah, but the Vikings, Adam Thielen is not that big of a player compared to some of the other guys on the Vikings. I mean, considering you've got Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, also, but he's still also Stephon one of the best Diggs, wide receivers. Uh, you have Barr, Xavier Rhodes. There's some good players on that team with regardless of Thielen playing or not. Yeah, you can still function without him, of course, and we have, but at the same time, he's so good that it's just, you know, you want to have him out on the field. And I think wide receiver is a bit more of a replaceable situation. Uh, quarterbacks are pretty rare. They're pretty one-of-a-kind. A lot end up failing, and only a very few uh, really talented individuals like Lamar Jackson end up succeeding. So it's uh, it's tough. Yeah. I think I think missing your star quarterback is a lot more important than missing your star wide receiver. Well, yeah, definitely. But also, you know, just to help prove your point a bit more, too, is you rarely see any you know, second-string, third-string quarterbacks who can, like, function really well with the team. Yeah. And, like, some of the people who can do that are, like, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater. And, I was going to bring that know. up because that's an example of something. The one I think one of the only people that has done that so far this year. Um, Garner Minshew would be another. I think yeah, he's done Yeah, but, I mean, he didn't do well. so well last uh, week. He started pretty well uh, earlier in the season, but since Foles kind of taken over, uh, he hasn't, and then he's back, so he is going to be starting this next week. Super excited about that. But yeah, they did they did get completely destroyed by the Chargers, forty five to ten, which it's unfortunate, you know. But I hope they keep him in there because Foles is, has not been performing either. Yeah, and then a big game, uh, first game of the week. I mean, not week Sunday, first game of Sunday in a sense. Uh, Bears versus Packers. Yeah, uh, that's a really interesting one because both division teams, um, if the Bears can win this, it won, it'll give the Vikings a really good shot to take first in the division. It'll maybe bump the Packers down to that wild card seed, and it will give the Bears just a slim chance to make it into the playoffs. So that's it's going to be a really exciting um, game to watch if you have a team in that division. Um, another one that's happening at the same time, Seahawks-Panthers, and... It's not too exciting for you. It's super exciting for me because I have aunt and uncle and a lot of family that lives in uh, North Carolina. They're huge Panthers fans, and it's kind of a little rivalry be- between us. And that the, knowing that the Seahawks are quite a bit better this year and they're getting off a rough matchup, I think it's going to be just an absolute blowout for the Hawks. I think they're going to crush them. They're going to come back strong, ready to play, and I hope they're going to look like the team they have been all year. Yeah, and then patriots Bengals. Funny enough, this sounds like a close matchup. No, no, I'm kidding. That was a joke. But the Bengals, you know, they finally got a game. The Patriots have been spying on them. They're ready. (laughs) They're prepared. They know their plays. (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't really know. I I already talked about it in the last segment. I mean, you just you can't do that against a team like the Bengals. It's pointless. It's really pointless. Against like any team, even, but especially against a team who can. I understand the Patriots have had their struggles this year, but against the Bengals, you should nobody should be struggling. I wouldn't even struggle. Okay, I would struggle, but like most people, (laughs) college players would not struggle. You know, those are like like professional players. Yeah, you you would get destroyed. Everyone, ever the see the thing is, everyone always like gives all the like the bad professional players a really bad reputation. Those 
those guys are so talented and so like be- so much better than everyone else talent wise and skill wise. But we just don't see that because we're comparing them to people that are even like more the best crazy in the talent. world. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's comparing hard. someone in the top five hundred with the top like ten. Yeah, exactly. And saying that they're terrible. All pro athletes are pretty amazing individuals, to be honest. Some of them have lapses. So do we all. Everyone messes up. Everyone makes mistakes. But I just thought I wanted to say that. Because, I mean, curling, yeah. you could maybe all argue right. that. Okay, come on. <laughs> Curling's a good sport. It's uh, it's actually really interesting, but it's, see. you know, very hard to get into. Yeah. Um, as a Canadian, I like to watch it just because we win a lot, like, pretty much every year. Yeah, because uh, that's all Canadians Without contest, do. yeah. But, Okay. There's, you know, there's hockey, there's other things. What's hockey? Ah, uh, yeah, exactly. That's, That's a joke. My dad played college we're gonna, hockey. We're going to go over uh, hockey in the next segment, by the way, if you're wondering. Um, Texans-Titans. So, Texans-Titans, that's going to be a really good game. Red-hot Titans here. Coming in with Tannehill. That's, I'm going to look for the Titans to win that one, to be perfectly honest. The Texans are coming off a rough week, though, so let's. I want to see how they rebound. Um, Dolphins-Giants. Do we even... I don't want to talk about that. Like, Do we? Do yeah. we have to? I yeah. <laughs> let's let's narrow this down to games that are actually going to yeah, matter. Yeah, Rams Cowboys. Rams Cowboys. That actually matters a lot. It it does. Yeah. Um. So does Eagles Redskins. Those games kind of go hand in hand. If the Cowboys end up losing and the Eagles end up winning, that's actually going to bump them out of the playoffs for now. If they end up losing their other game, the Eagles Cowboys. It's like a race of two garbage cans for that uh, fourth place <laughs> in the NFC. Uh, although they're both their average teams are probably they're both just under 500 at this point. Uh, neither of them deserves to be in the playoffs, considering you've got the Seahawks uh, looking to go into a wild card spot. The Seahawks at this point do not belong in a wild card spot. I'm just gonna say that. Um, it would be, I mean, it would be fair because the 49ers have played really well. But I mean, come on, the the Cowboys are making the playoffs at like I don't know what they'll end up seven and eight. The Seahawks should definitely grab that spot over them with a like. You know, seven and, and eight only record. add up to fifteen, right? Yeah. Seven and nine. Eight yeah, and eight. I'm pretty good at math, so like. Algebra two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, another game: Vikings Chargers. This one actually kind of does matter. Uh, yeah, it does actually. If the Vikings do lose this against a pretty hot Chargers team. Uh, the Bears will get a really good shot. Vikings will lose their chance to go into that number one in the conference spot. So it's gonna make it's gonna make it really tough. Like this uh, really big week in that division there, uh, minus the Lions. All of those teams are pretty much contenders at this point. Yeah, and did you know that this is the first time the Vikings and Chargers have played since 2015? Really? Yes. That's interesting. Well, and big Adam Thielen actually are. It's optimistic that he will play. So that is very good. And the Chargers actually, even though they're 5-8, and eight, they've done better than many other teams. So. Yeah, well, while we're on the topic of injury, uh, Rashad Penny, Seahawks running back, out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. Yeah, uh, how'd that happen? All right, we don't need to talk about that. We have Chris Carson, we got CJ Procise. Procise might not be the best, but we got Chris Carson, so yeah, and I'm then, confident. I'm okay, confident last- going forward. Actually, no, there's two more games. Bills, Steelers, and Colts, Saints. Yeah, so Bills, Steelers, big game for the Steelers. If they lose this, uh, they're still, they're still a, like, probably going to make that wild card spot, but it's certainly going to lessen their chances quite by quite a bit. Bills, if they make this, uh, should come closer to securing their division. But besides that, Colts and Saints is going to be a pretty good game, too. 
that's going to be a fun Monday night football game yeah. to watch. Uh, I can I can already almost say it's going to be high scoring. Just looking at their two names of the teams. I mean, the they've both had really high scoring games in the past two weeks. So, you know, that's it's all I'm expecting to be honest. And the biggest game this week: Browns Cardinals. Right. Just kidding. Yeah. We're not okay, that's it that. for this segment. Thank you all for listening.